It's just not possible. It's just not possible to praise God too much. But it is entirely within the realm of possibility to praise Him too little. Sometimes the richest passages in all of the Bible just seem to stop. And they burst into praise to God. Look in your Bible at Ephesians chapter 1. In Ephesians chapter 1, Paul is unpacking just all kinds of great information about God and the salvation that he's made possible in Jesus. And how that our salvation is a God thing. The Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Each involved in this one great divine act of making salvation possible for us. Look at verse 6, though, of Ephesians 1. To the praise of His glorious grace. Then look at verse 12. And verse 14, as this rich passage, and it's really the longest sentence, Ephesians 1, 3 through 14, in the entire New Testament, he has to take time to praise God as he thinks about our salvation and how it's been accomplished in Jesus to the praise of His glorious grace, to the praise of His glory, to the praise of His glory. I guess that's one for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Spirit. I don't know. When you look at the old song, Amazing Grace, there has always been a verse that made me wonder. When we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun... We've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. You mean we'll never get tired of praising God? I believe that's exactly what the writer of the song meant. You see, when we are in the presence and when we see the face of Jesus, Revelation 22 and verse 4, what we prize, we praise. Who we prize, we praise. Briefly, let's look at the subject of praise in I've entitled this lesson, Praise Prompts. Praise has to do with magnifying God. Praise has to do with lauding Him, His worship, because of His worthship. We laud and praise Him because of His worth. We prize Him. We treasure Him. We take great pleasure in the things that we treasure. How about the people that we treasure? We take pleasure in God. We express it in praise. Four observations about praise. 
and this idea of a praise prompt, sometimes you and I need to be reminded. We need to, we need to take specific action to provoke us to act in an appropriate manner. If it's possible to praise God too little, but impossible to praise God too much, I suspect most of us need encouragement and prompts to praise Him more. Amen there? Therefore, these observations. Let's consider praise its priority. Open your Bible to Psalm 34, verse 1. Praise its priority. I want to keep prompts in my mind and in my heart so I will express my love to God and how much I treasure and prize Him in praise. Psalm 34, verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. The priority of praise. His praise will continually be in my mouth. Psalm 147 and verse 1 would say, It is fitting for such praise to ever be in our mouths. I wonder how many of us say things that are unfitting, that don't really exude praise to God. Praise its priority. Secondly, praise its thoughtful contemplation. It seems to me that if we really want to praise God more by the things we say and do in life, we will give some thoughtful contemplation to the theme. Open your Bibles to 1 Samuel 12, 24. In 1 Samuel 12, 24, we have Samuel talking to Israel. Israel has desired a king. And Samuel has tried to tell them, this is not the best decision. And really, you're praising God way too little to think that a man should be a king and you want to be like the nations. He says, only fear the Lord and faithfully serve Him with all your heart. And then He says to Israel, and consider all the things He has done for you. Consider all the things He has done for you. Thoughtful contemplation. In the New Testament, think of Philippians 4.8. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Thoughtful contemplation. Third, praise its humble gratitude. Praise its humble expression, its humble gratitude. 
One passage I'd like for you to look at with me in particular. Ephesians 5 and verse 20. Ephesians 5 and verse 20. The passage reads, Giving thanks always for all things to the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. How can you give thanks always? And how can you give thanks always for all things? It's the kind of rabbit that many people love to chase in an adult Bible class, often in the auditorium. But what the writer is saying is this. There is no circumstance in life when we cannot find legitimate things to praise God for. And that is what we should be doing. Looking for legitimate and applicable areas, and they are numerous. We sing, count your blessings. There's always so much to praise God for. A number of years back, as a matter of fact, in the 1800s, a well-known writer of commentaries was robbed. And he was asked, how are you doing? Because you were robbed and they took almost everything that you had. And the individual wisely replied, I am thankful. Even though he took much of what I had, he did not take my life. Even though I was robbed, I was not the one who robbed. I am thankful. And when we can humbly express such thoughts to God, I believe that we can turn even the events in life that are not what we wish they were and see something good. It's thoughtful, humble expression. For all things to the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now lastly, a fourth observation. Praise its anticipated glory. I believe with all my heart that praising more now will better equip us for praise in eternity. I believe that praising God and learning to praise Him for His greatness and for His, uh, His power and knowledge now will equip us to more enjoy that praise that's going to be ongoing in eternity. Whatever we're going to be doing, praise is going to be involved. Don't you agree? Open your Bibles finally to Revelation chapter 5. In Revelation chapter 5, 
Beginning at verse 9, the four living creatures and the 24 elders, spiritual beings, heavenly beings, they sang a new song saying, and they're talking to the Lamb, Jesus, worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals. The history of salvation is all about you and your action, Jesus. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom and priest to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. And John says, Then I looked and I heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders the voice of many angels numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. That's praise. And I want to be part of the thousands and thousands and thousands of voices that will praise God from whom all blessings flow. Don't you? Praise prompts will help us be ready for eternity. If you're not a Christian, you can come to Jesus and be saved by the blood of Jesus tonight. Looking to God and His grace, respond in faith and repentance and baptism. Humble yourself when you consider what God has done. And when you come to Him in faith, repentance, and baptism, responding to His grace, He has promised that our sins will be forgiven and that we can be added to the church. And He's promised every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Praise His name. Praise His name. And for those of us who are Christians... If you are praising Him way too little, thank God for the opportunity to change and to praise Him more. Let us stand and sing.